Welcome back guys to History Verified. Today we are looking at how useful the film Dunkirk is to historians studying events of the evacuation of Dunkirk or Operation Dynamo of World War II. Dunkirk, released in 2017, was directed by Christopher Nolan to, to enlighten the world on the events of the Battle of Dunkirk. Known for the lengthy film stuff with exposition, Nolan has created an exact different in the film of Dunkirk. He has included lean, action-orientated and even emotional scenes. In this podcast, I'll be outlining the following. The accuracy of the characters in their storylines, the lack of dialogue used, camera angle usage, propaganda sets used, the tiny details, the film set locations, the outline of the three storylines, and the outcome of the battle. There are 400,000 men on this beach. To start off with, we'll be looking at the accuracy of the characters and in their storylines, the way that they are portrayed. In the film Dunkirk, there are a few main characters accompanied by the hundreds of extra casts to mimic the sheer enormity of the evacuation of Dunkirk. The main characters of the film are Tommy, Gibson, Alex, George, Peter, Mr. Co- Mr. Dawson, Collins, Farrier and Captain Bolton. Now we will go through these main characters and their historical accuracy. Tommy is a British soldier portrayed loyal and impressionable who survives the Battle of Dunkirk. The first plotline of the movie follows his journey from surviving the Germans to returning safely to home. However, the character Tommy is not based on a real soldier. Gibson is a French soldier who is friends with British soldier Tommy. This led to Gibson posing as a British soldier in hope of evacuating on a British destroyer. Alex was another young soldier like Tommy and Gibson who was initially on his evacuation back to England when his ship got bombed at the mole. Alex escapes and joins Tommy and Gibson on their mission home. George is a teenage boy who tags along of the boat of Mr Dawson. Even though he's told to stay behind Mr Dawson, George was determined to be useful to prove to his father his worth. Inspired by Mr Dawson's trip, George was originally inspired by a young ski scout, Gerald Ashcroft, who travelled with Light Toller. Peter is Mr Dawson's son, who is on the boat trip to Dunkirk. He was kind and helpful in helping soldiers onto Mr Dawson's boat. This is also boasted in his willingness to help George in memorial of his death. Once again, inspired by Mr Dawson's trip, Peter was inspired by son of Light Toller, Roger. 
Mr Dawson is the seaman who decides to go to Dunkirk to help the army in their evacuation. Mr Dawson is calm and willing to help in war relief efforts in any way possible. Mr Dawson's character was inspired by the heroics of retired seaman Charles Herbert Lightoller and his sundowner yacht. Collins is a British pilot seen crashed into the water almost drowning however being saved by Mr Dawson and Peter. Collins is a fictional character as no evidence has been found surrounding Alan-like story. Farrier is another pilot who shoots down countless German fighters even though he had run out of fuel. With no other options Farrier landed on the Dunkirk beach only to be seized by the Germans. Farrier's character is not based upon a real character However, his story resembles Alan Christopher Aldeer, a New Zealand Spitfire pilot. Captain Bolton is the officer stationed on the mole in the Dunkirk movie. He was opposed by Churchill's decision to evacuate all the soldiers, leaving to Bolton's staying strong and evacuating as many soldiers as possible on the mole. Captain Bolton had extremely similar characteristics and roles as real-life commander James Campbell Colston, manning the mole for six days and five nights at its peak usage point. However, director Christopher Nolan had no name similarities or connections to the real-life commander. Overall, it is evident that Dunkirk by Christopher Nolan has fictional characters. However, the most of the fictional characters inspired by the stories and events of World War II. In the end, this really doesn't affect the historical accuracy of the main storyline as it is still preserved. Next, the sheer lack of dialogue shown in Christopher Nolan's storyline. When he went to the productors, he showed a 76-page script. This was unheard of in the war film setting. He took the extra time and effort to only add in the dialogue needed to make it feel like and look like a war movie. This accuracy in using dialogue had no time for long, extravagant talking. This showed his attention to detail in making accurateness in the movie and storyline of Dunkirk. Following this, the camera usage that Christopher Nolan used. Christopher Nolan once said in an interview, I think IMAX is the best film format that was ever invented. This is shown in the movie of Dunkirk. He went above and beyond to make the movie more realistic. He used periscope lenses in the Spitfires and at one point had a $500,000 IMAX camera sync. He took this film back to New York, had it dried, and then it was used in the final movie. This dedication to the accuracy of the movie adds the extremely more weight to the movie Dunkirk. Next, the tiny details Nolan put into his movie that just make it perfectly Historically accurate. 
The propaganda leaflets dropped on Allies by Germans were close to real World War II leaflets. Minus the colour, it echoed a similar graphic. Nolan's commitment to the story and physical accuracies by having these one-second flash-ups of the propaganda flies are so similar to the real World War II flies show his commitment to the little details that make it more weighted for a historian studying the events of Dunkirk. Now to look at the setting of the film of Dunkirk. Nolan puts so much detail in finding the right places to film his movie. The filming of the beach scenes were filmed on the real Dunkirk beach that was attacked in the World War II setting in the evacuation of Dunkirk. The 16-stretch mile of full beach was pristine stand during the filming. Rue Bailey Reddy, as it was seen in the opening scene, the part of which was filmed on the Dunkirk beach town of Mallow-les-Bains. The exactly same buildings as Rue Belly Raid was destroyed, so they used this Mallow-les-Bains buildings instead. This detail to the exact same buildings is shown. The Mole, the wooden jetty in Operation Dynamo. During World War II, only partial of it was destroyed. This part of the jetty was rebuilt and then taken apart after the filming of the movie. One more thing, this time in inaccuracy, the weather. On the 28th of May, 1940, the peak of the evacuation of Dunkirk, the weather closed in. It was calm on sea, there was no rising swell as seen in the movie. In real life, there would have been full cloud cover, smoke from the oil refineries, and no planes would have been able to be seen, as only sound of the plane chilling above would have been seen, as they would have been flying above the clouds. This inaccuracy is showing that Nolan did bring in a bit of the exaggerated truth. Up next, the three storylines that he included in his movie. Nolan included multiple storylines, three in fact, showing his willingness to eliminate bias. It shows multiple perspectives and tries to account for all audience watching his movie. This attempted non-biased historian adds more weight to the historically accuracy of the movie. The way he portrayed the movie in only the point of view of the British, the weight of the surging Germans was felt. However, this depicted with not a single scene of the German, force, German forces surging for almost the entirety of the movie. The three perspectives seen are the land, the sea and the air. To start off with, the land. The way that Nolan portrayed the British and French lined up on the beach was exemplary. He completed research and reenacted 
this scene to make it more depth to the sheer entirety of the evacuation. Next, the mole. The attention to detail in creating the jetty that had been deleted from existence when broken during the real Dunkirk events is amazing. Next, the sea. The way that Nolan portrayed the private assistant boats in the evacuation of Dunkirk was accurate. The boat seen Mr Dawson on was perfectly recreated via the model found in the Dunkirk Museum in France. It showed that Nolan put extra details and research to make the movie perfectly accurate. They also went to the extent of placing the sea mines in similar positions. Finally, air. The air battles of Dunkirk seem to be exaggerated for the screen. This exaggerated truth in the movie showed the air force flying at almost zero fleet. In real life, the whole point of air-to-air combat is the advantage of height. Usually you'd fly around 24,000 feet above the ground. As well as most of the flying high than depicted in the movies, Spitfires usually only had 14.7 seconds of ammo, whereas Tom Hardy seemed to have about 70 seconds. One thing I found fascinating with the cast of Nolan's film is he casted young people not having a name for themselves actors. The only starring actor of Tom Hardy was in fact hidden behind the mask of a Spitfire pilot. This shows Nolan attention to historical details rather than for Hollywood. In conclusion, did Nolan strictly adhere to the facts? Not exactly. He had exaggerated truths. He admitted to this, that he didn't only want to adhere to the facts. He did in some cases try and make the movie screenworthy, but when critically analysed the efforts for accuracy for historians of Dunkirk, it is evident that the movie Dunkirk has historical weight. This is seen with the outcome of the movie Dunkirk. The movie Dunkirk portrays Operation Dynamo as a success and a turning point in the war. This is ultimately fact throughout history. The evacuation of Dunkirk was an undoubted success with planned 30,000 escaped. However, 300,000 left the beaches of Dunkirk. Using based off of characters inspired by heroes, The way that Nolan could transfer the chilling themes of Dunkirk with the lack of dialogue and gory scenes, the amazing camera angle usage details and the setting of the film, the three storylines, the list of accuracies could go on. But overall, the film Dunkirk is historically accurate for a historian studying the events of Dunkirk.